Today on News 4 at 4, we're working for you. An inside look at the local COVID vaccine trial for kids. What children reported days after getting the shot and how it could impact the timeline of kids being vaccinated. Today at 4 p.m. on NBC4. Tonight, it's the Voice Live Rounds, and Nick Jonas wants his first win. Let's get this done. Who's got what it takes and whose dream ends here? Watch live and vote to save your faves. The Voice Live Rounds, tonight on NBC. You are now listening to The Reality Is. The Reality Is. Boy, you back. <laughs> it feels good, too. That's where I went wrong in the relationship, too. Suck his dick, don't pacify him. Well, okay, I got that, too. But <laughs> I was not supposed to be on the mic. I don't like to say people when I mean white people. Acknowledge the shit that black people have went through. Excuse my voice, y'all. I've been drinking. <laughs> this is being almost, uh, oh, God. One cheek. Look <laughs> <laughs> I can't watch <laughs> And why are you doing the countdown when you're going to do the intro anyways? All of this shit is still weird to me by doing this shit on Zoom. Clearly, the way you holding this mic like you about to give some church in this. I just don't feel like holding that shit on the desk. I need to buy one of those things that could, like uh, one of those, like the country people say, one of them things I could put on my desk so it could ratchet around here and oh. plug it in. Okay. You, you ain't never heard nobody say ratchet around? I've heard that plenty of times. I was gonna say, don't act like you're not, you, you new to this whole thing. So on the last episode, you wanted to talk about not expecting you from other people. And I know we talked about five or six topics, but somehow this got overlooked. My topics usually get overlooked. They get overlooked because you don't ever chime in and talk about your own shit. The way you will do something is you'll bring up that topic and then (laughs) nothing ever happens. And I'm looking at myself in the Zoom camera and I feel like a sportscaster. You look like one. (laughs) That's what I'm saying. (laughs) I do feel like I got something important to say. Like I'm about to tell the news. Stimulus checks are now went up to $2,000. Only in Canada. Only in Canada. (laughs) And they got this shit right out from the get-go. Like $2,000 for four months straight. Right. And so now. And they get a reduction in their rent. They get a reduction in their uh, monthly shit. I told you. Tax break. I was sold on dual citizenship when I went to visit for the first time. And then I went back and I was like, oh, yeah, this is really what I need to do. So. This is why, again, but back to my topic, yeah, because this is why your topics get over. This is why they get skipped right here. No, so we've had several conversations about this about ways to maintain your own peace. Mm -hmm. And I found really in my own situation, that's the best way. Don't expect you from other people, even you know, whether it's in business, personal relationships, friendships, whatever. Like, if you go into it with no expectations of how certain people are supposed to act because everybody's not the same. And also everybody doesn't have the same understanding or the same upbringing or whatever the case may be. Then you really just go through life peacefully. And but, that's, you, hey, but it takes some fuck ups from somebody to actually learn that. No, that's it does. And I've learned that the hard way plenty of times I bumped my head with that. That's one of those lessons that I've had to repeat. And I'm thankful that now I finally got it because like I said, even when it comes to business, like how I do business, I expect other people to be as efficient or to, you know, follow up or whatever the case may be. And people just don't operate the same. And I I always get frustrated. You would. 
and be upset and then it messed up my energy and that you know affected the people around me so I just you know I don't have time for that anymore well I just think it's one of them things for me I never have really expected that from people. I mean, I mean, I guess I did when you're younger. Don't get on this podcast, Thomas. You never had no expectations. No, no, no. But see, but you also know me to be honest in a situation where, like, so, okay, so take a prime example. When me and you used to first hang out and we were dating, I had no expectations of you. You know, mm-hmm. I didn't. It wasn't until I gave a title or a label to the relationship that the expectations rise. That's kind of how I am even in friendships. If you mm-hmm. are like not being funny, like me and my guy Frank, I have expectations of him if I say, hey, come scoop me up at two. I expect you to be here earlier or on time or within 15 minutes after the case. But mm-hmm. I wouldn't expect somebody to even show up if it's some random person that I that's just an associate at work. I, I think feel I like just... sometimes we place those responsibilities on people that we know aren't going to do or be the person we need them to be. I feel like I I have in the past expected people to do what they say they're going to do when they say they're going to do it. And that just does not always happen. Because most people don't. Because I know if I say that I'm going to do something, I'm yeah. going to do my best to do it. But how many times have you some has somebody told you that they were going to do something and you didn't hold them accountable? And you've done that a and lot. And that's the problem. Because, yeah, and that's, that's why people are built to be that way because nobody fucking holds them accountable. Where somebody yeah. calls me an asshole, it it allows people to not run over me. Motherfuckers exactly. don't even try me because they know. I've heard people just from listening to the podcast, they'll be like, bro, I don't even be trying to say shit to you or whatever, whatever, because you just seem like you'll hurt somebody's feelings or girls who, you know, who have felt certain ways and friends or whatever. And I'm like, I'd rather you respect me and be like, well, I don't know if I want to fuck with him because he's going to speak his mind as opposed uh, as opposed to being a person that is literally like a literal doormat where people could just dump whatever they want to do or sell somebody short and nobody ever holds that motherfucker accountable. Right. So that's no longer an issue of mine. Um, That's also something that I had to learn too. And it's, it's not, for me, it wasn't more so about being a doormat. I think it was just like, I don't like confrontation and I feel like I shouldn't have to browbeat you to just do things that are like common sense. Like, for me, I keep going back to business relationships because that's been the, give an example. Yeah, that's been yeah. the biggest um, area that I've had that issue with. It's like I shouldn't have to force you if you, especially if you come to me for a service or a product. Yeah. Why yeah. do I have to force you to just do what you're supposed to do after I've I think told that's you? The- yeah, I think that's the hardest part in business, too. Uh, I mean, I know we're switching. I mean, you have relationships and, and expectations and business partners, too. Mm-hmm. I think we both can, like, kind of attest to some of the business shit that we've had to deal with that we didn't expect to deal with. And a lot of times it's just because people have a lack of respect. But I've been telling you, and we've both been talking as of late, feeling like the work that we have been doing has been paying off and not always financially because sometimes the payday is not financially, but it's somebody in a higher position or somebody in a different position than you Mm -hmm. recognizing what you're doing as opposed to when we started our business, you know, a few years back, it -hmm. wasn't even being recognized. And there are things that we have to start doing and there are things that we have in place that we are going to start doing, but uh, it feels good to be recognized. Like you said, it feels good to do Instagram lives and have, you know, Mm -hmm. hundreds of people come on when it's your first time doing it, as opposed to being nervous, like to where it's like, Oh, is it going to be like eight people or seven people? So, So, and shout out to you because I feel like for the first time, 
not say you weren't doing shit before Jesus but for the Christ. first i feel like for the first time like the roles have reversed like normally i'm on i'm behind the scene no don't give me that face i wish the people could see the it. roles have reversed. but i feel like the roles have reversed like you've always been at the forefront of the company like you know it's okay. your vision whatever the case may be but i feel like a lot of times in the beginning all you had to do was show up because I was putting in the work, you know, laying the foundation and all this other stuff. Oh, now, but now with, you're right. I do but, get, I got you. Okay, so you know where I'm going now. So with the current situation with coronavirus and the shutdown and everything, you've been like the person keeping everything afloat because you're, you know, you have more of that personality to be on Instagram Live. You know, you've always held down the visuals for the podcast, which we always get a lot of feedback about. So kudos to you for doing that and, you know, being able to keep us afloat during this time well first of all <clears throat> clear your throat <laughs> now you turn your now? mic off okay <laughs> i'm trying to get used to this um thank you but the dope thing was i had somebody reach out to me the other day um it's so funny because i used to be one of those people to where when something small happens i'm like ah that's nothing you know what mm-hmm. I'm saying? Like, it could be big to a regular person, but to me, I was just like, nah, that's nothing. Oh, but yeah, I celebrate I, every little thing. But that's what I'm saying. I am starting, T.I. sticks in my head all the time when I think about celebrating. And he said one time about people going out, spending thousands of dollars on the weekend on bottles and getting dressed up. And it's like, all they did was work the 40-hour or 45-hour work week. Like, mm-hmm. what business deal did did you close? Or who did you empower? What position did you change? Did you go up a notch in life? Did you invest another 5K? Like, what did you do? And one thing I've always loved about you is we have the same business acumen to where we literally don't celebrate just doing everyday shit. Mm -hmm. And just because we're not on the main scene, it does not mean that we aren't associated with some heavy hidden people and -hmm. people who are in positions to do things. And we are now positioning ourselves to be in those positions. But um, it was dope to be reached out to. um, I had a homeboy who was recently on a, um, I think it's the odd couples podcast Mm -hmm. with, um, I forgot the guy's names. I, I hate to to do this. I probably should have did some research. Uh, but yeah. basically, it's a Fox radio station. No. <laughs> yeah. All right, man. So my apologies. I had to go find out the name of the host and the co-host of the podcast and the radio show on Fox Radio that I assisted with my homeboy. You know, he, he reached out to me. Shout out mm-hmm. to the homie Rich Gray. He was just on a few episodes ago. And him and the homie Brandon McKinney were doing an interview on promo. the iCouple podcast. Yeah, a promo. And it was an interview, though, but a promo interview on mm-hmm. the iCouple podcast with Chris Broussard and Rob Parker of Fox Radio. So my guy reached out to me, and he was like, yo, can you put something together for me, like a visual or some kind of audio effect? So, you know, I told him, no problem. These are situations where I think it's like having a little bit of business acumen to know that everything is not always about money. Right. Sometimes it's a transition of intellectual property, and like you watching those TV shows and shit mm-hmm. where somebody do something for somebody and they be like, now nah, I owe you a favor. Exactly. Like, them this favors is one of come things. in handy. They come in real handy. Yeah. So, you know, he reached out to me and, and it started to be one of those things where I tell you, we are starting to be in a circle of a six degrees of separation and we're going from being the sixth person to the third person. Mm-hmm. Like we're moving in the right direction, making the connections with the right people. Like to be able to do something attached to the NBA or attached to Fox radio to mm-hmm. have that on my resume. That's big to, to be able to do something, having an actor from LA reach out to me on this week 
for mm-hmm. some more promo work for some things that they've seen me do. So it's like to get the recognition of other people right. that are your peers, but they're your peers in the industry or in the industry that you're in, or just in the media and broadcasting, when mm-hmm. you have not taken the traditional route. Exactly. You know what I'm saying? I went oh, to yeah. college, but I didn't jump right out to go to like the fan, FA, whatever, 808, the fan here in Dallas, or whatever the fuck the shit is here. I don't even know the name, 97.9 The Beat, or 94. <laughs> like, I don't know. Even, yeah, I don't even know these radio stations because that was never my thing. My my thing wasn't to be cat daddy. No, sh- no, nothing to these people. But well, first of all, you, I didn't you want to went be a to college later in life. So I did. At this so stage, my mindset was, yeah, I knew what I wanted to do with it. It wasn't yeah. time for me to get it and go out and play around. What you laughing about? <laughs> you said go out and play around. <laughs> some people do that shit. It's like you know when you're young, when you get out at twenty four, you go out and play around. You don't know what the fuck you want to do. Hell, yeah. even when we was doing this shit in our early 20s, the shit we was doing in life, we was doing so much shit that we thought we was really living. Oh, and now yeah. we'd be looking back on that shit, we'd be like, man. Or we'll see some people that's our age doing the mm-hmm. shit we did when we was 20-something, and we like, I was talking to somebody the other day, sister. and they were like, dang, you've done a lot. And I was like, yeah, I kind of have, huh? Because I, you know, when you think went to the military, it. flight attendant. Like, I've been all over the place in different industries, real estate. I love it. So, and I've told people though, but I wasn't, I think it may have been you that I talked about where I said we live a different life every 10 years. Oh, yeah. You know, from one to 10, you, you know, you got your childhood from 10 to 20, it's like the adolescent or young mm-hmm. adult. Then 20 to 30, it's like that whole find yourself shit. And hopefully you find it by the end of uh, the beginning of 30. From 30 to 40, it's really trying to get into your career, possibly mm-hmm. family. 40 to 50, like really rearing your kids and shit and, and hoping your career is where that where it's at. And Boy, hopefully your family is stable. rearing the kids. Ooh. Like meaning like 30 to, like if you had a kid at 30, he going to be 12 when you're 42. I know. Thank God you know I'm, I'm not in that number. But see, it's so crazy to be on the back end, like to have your kids early. <laughs> right. Most people, you were married or in the process of getting married, but you got people who have kids and it's like, yeah, it's great now when you're 37 and you had a kid when you was 20. Like, yeah. I'm still super young. This nigga about to graduate. Boom. I'm 34. Got teenagers. Like, yes. Come on. I ain't got no kids and it scares me every damn day. because I'm. Just well, like, men, it's different with men. Yeah, it's different, but it's like if you have an attraction to women that are your age, like, I'm, you know me, I'm not really a dude who's looking to date a woman 10 years younger than me to where if I fuck you know if I get her pregnant at 27 28 she good mm-hmm. yeah you say that like until games. you say that until it happens yeah that, okay it's going if I dated somebody 10 years younger than me it would have to be them being on like having the <laughs> mental capacity to be on my level right I don't give a shit about how fine they are a lot of niggas my age date those girls because they want something new they want the mm-hmm. woman without the stretch marks without no baby they don't want the skin they don't want none of that shit I don't really give a damn about none of that shit. So for right. me, it's like, yeah, it's great to have a perfect body or what you would deem a perfect body. But when you are a grown man, you also find beauty in the stretch marks and exactly. the little extra. So mm-hmm. it's like, for me, it's a difference. I ain't never really been worried about no shit like that. Well, that's good. But I'm just saying, for real, when you go back to date, because think about that. When niggas be dating them young girls, it's, it's an ego stroke. It's also to give, like you said, yeah, ego things, because it makes them feel young or good to know that they can pull somebody young when half the time these young girls just see money. If they are, yeah, <laughs> if they are niggas, of I don't ever want to be the dude. I don't ever want to be the dude that walks around and acting like it. Like, I literally, you know me, I look at some niggas on the they be dressing up, and I'm like, why would I want to wear that? Or not dressing, because they didn't kept themselves in shape, so they walk around with no shirt on. 
Yeah, that too. I just, I'm <laughs> glad I never was on Instagram. That like you can tell they trying they thirst trapping the hill. <laughs> but okay, so that's what we're gonna go to. What's thirst trapping really, man? Because it's been several times I'll post a picture. And I, and have I tell a shirt you, on. you thirst trapping. But how is that? Like, why can't a dude, if a girl posts a picture and she mm -hmm. feels like she looks attractive, y'all get to post a picture of getting y'all hair did mm -hmm. and getting y'all little matte lipstick and want to show off or getting your, <laughs> your eyebrows or your eyelashes done. Nah, I really you get like. A nose ring or you get some kind of grill or you get new earrings, you get a new fucking head wrap, you, know, you get a new fucking <laughs> tummy tee, you get fucking Lulu leggings, all this shit. <laughs> All of this shit y'all get to put up there. Every girl now in America with any kind of inkling of ass. I saw a motherfucker post something the other day and it was all thighs and it was ass shed these little booty shorts on and a tank top and a little search feed. And when I looked on the caption, I dared myself. Sometimes what I the caption myself. Say? I looked on the caption. It was like, Lord is not the God. Lord, <laughs> our Lord is not going to allow this to last. We are in a time of pandemic and famine. And I was like, I see your pussy. <laughs> I see the thigh muscle leading up to the Those be the I most see... inspirational captions I there. don't understand that. <laughs> Bitch, like, you know what the fuck you doing? <laughs> that kind of shit I don't understand. And no, really I like mess women with are... you. Um, I say you're thirst trapping. Days, but I feel like you can tell when somebody's trying hard. Like, I mean, you can just It's tell. the difference between thirst trapping pics. I sent you a thirst trapping pic. Yeah, you sent me. Mm -hmm. I, you know what? I those were definitely thirst trapping. I'm still waiting for those to surface, though, because I, I feel like anytime somebody sends you a bunch not, of pictures, they I got the pictures in their phone for a reason. Yeah, they in my phone, but they, no, no, no. Yeah, you, now nah, I do agree with that. Yeah, they but, in your phone for a but reason. Nobody you on sent my, them to somebody else. On my or, mama. No, 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 no. no. You, so keep, what I did was the ones I just sent you, now I sent the ones I sent you. They have not been sent to anybody else. The oh, ones don't I, I feel special. No, it's not about, about, it's not about feeling special. I did that. Mm -hmm. As if you look at it, they're all pretty much the same thing, like in the same time frame or mm -hmm. day. I sent that to prove to you because you had sent that. And then I think it was a picture I posted recently on my page and some other people was like, boy, you sure be thirst trapping. And I was like, boy, I said, how am I thirst trapping by posting? A I can't help it. My barber did so good on my fucking hair right. that y'all looking at me like, damn, this nigga look fly today. I don't really say that you thirst trapping until I see the pictures like when you have your tattoos showing, like your collarbone is showing, all that. How am I supposed stuff. to? So, but see, it'd be a difference if I stretched my shirt for that shit to see. But that's not what happens. No, but it needs you don't have no shirt on or you got your robe open. That was one that's time. That's a thirst trap. That was one time. One time. Only time I ever posted on with my shirt like that, I posted one time with that with last year with the robe on for my birthday. Mm -hmm. And then the <laughs> so other time. Yeah, it was my birthday. It was my birthday flex. And you then feel like nah, bro. And then I did that other one. You remember when I was supposed to be doing that beard series when I had been reaching out to people uh -huh. and I took a picture of my first stage of the beard and that's when I was with really no working on. out at the time. Mm -hmm. I only showed the top part of my shoulders, man. Uh-huh. That collarbone was popping. Yep. I saw it. Thirst that's not, that's not what that is. And that then the man. other day when you posted that one, it was all like infrastructure. That's what it is. Uh -huh. That's what I thought. Yeah. I can't help it. I have nice shoulders, man. What am I supposed <laughs> to do about it? So maybe, okay, so maybe the question is not what is even, thirst trapping? Yeah. Maybe what is thirst trapping when, to y'all hoes? So maybe it's when somebody sees a picture that they that's like. The, that's the name of the podcast. What's thirst trapping to y'all hoes? <laughs> So clearly, I looked at the picture. Clearly, I like something about the picture. So maybe I just, you know. But that's the thing, too. And that's what I was going to say. I started to put a quote up and say, when people say you thirst trapping, that just mean the picture is a good picture. Mm -hmm. It just mean it's a good picture. When somebody be like, when, if somebody there are takes those you and say, oh, you think you something, or you think what, 
Bitch, just tell me the picture's nice. Yeah, they're projecting because, yeah, clearly they think you're something. Yeah. But, okay, I get that. I've been guilty of that, too. So, uh, but clearly, well, you made me forget what I was going to say. <laughs> uh, I don't know. No, because I was going to say something about, oh, there are the times that you can tell when people are trying hard to get likes based on what they post. Like you said, everybody's posting like the booty shorts and if you got a little ass or whatever. Like you can just tell when somebody's trying to get oh, yeah, the attention. Reaching. Yeah. Like that whole, now, oh, feeling now, cute. Let, yeah. Now, yeah. let's be honest. Now, we all know a picture. We uh, Maybe it's all us, our vanity or our arrogance, but we all post pictures and sometimes when we post a picture, you be like, oh, I know this is going to hit. Oh, yeah. Like yeah. some of us know when you take a good picture. It's just like we talked on the podcast before with me and Frank where it's like when niggas Sometimes when girls be like, oh, they done got an unsolicited dick pic. And I'm like, I've never done that. But it's times where like we, we as a man, like me and Frank said, we know sometimes your shit just got a little bit more weight in it or it look a little <laughs> thicker than other times. And you may snap one of them bitches. Now, if you're an asshole or the perv that just sends it, then OK, mm-hmm. that's a different story. But yeah, some of these niggas got these pictures locked and loaded. Oh, yeah, that's why I said. And girls, too. While you was talking about, uh, oh, when you sent me these pictures, you had mo- you must have had them in your I thing. I said, I keep pictures Man, you in know my how yeah, I was gonna say you. I'm pretty sure every woman when that y'all do a good lipstick day or a good makeup day. Oh yeah, I got pictures for days. Yeah, I mean, yeah. yeah, most of them probably in your car or your bathroom, all or around the house, the dressing room. Especially with this quarantine, I've been having all kind of photo shoots over here. <laughs> and everybody be putting them out. Some people be putting them out. No, and I be looking at them pictures. A lot of my like, pictures never see the light of day unless it's like in a person. Like if I send, you know. Yeah. It's funny because some of the time, like the pictures I sent you the other day, I was thinking in my head, I was like, I would, I wouldn't post them because of what I don't want, what people would think. Oh yeah. Those were definitely thirst trap pictures. That's what I'm saying. And thirst, you would, I, there's no way you could deny. Thirst that's what I'm saying. Pictures. Exactly. Yeah. I could, the, now the ones I post now, they're debatable. Yeah. I can debate those because Slightly I know what debatable. they are. No, them motherfuckers are debatable, man. But if I posted the ones I sent you the other day, they wouldn't be debatable. Can I just say how weird it is doing a podcast from home because my son just came downstairs. <laughs> I know. I saw you looked over there to the left. So it's so weird doing this from home because he's hearing it. The good thing about it is I'm not it's a different person. Up. I'm not a different person. It's like I want my kids to to know me, know me. Like, yeah. you know how some parents are like, oh, well, I can't let my see- my kids see this. Or I can't let them hear this. Like, yeah. Or like the idiots that are like when you hear the idiots, they'd be like, I want to love like my grandparents and my parents. Oh, Nigga, you don't God. think they fought or got cheated on or had money issues? Or Now, I will say that there are age appropriate conversations, but I feel like my kids know who I am at my core. You think so? I do. It's been times I've been in certain positions in life and I'm like, damn. I'd be like, uh, I've I've been in situations in my life to where I, I think to myself, damn, I'm nasty. And I've been in situations in my life where I'm like, damn, I'm good at something. I've been in mm-hmm. situations in my life where I'm like, you know what? I ain't got to take this shit. So <laughs> I was like, in one of those situations yesterday. <laughs> okay, bro. I swear you so extra. I was. Ooh. Every time we have a disagreement or or or, or, I got- or, or a difference in opinion, it wasn't even so, a disagreement. So, no, it was that, not a disagreement. Is, is, but go ahead. You can go you, ahead and say what you got to say because it's going to lead us into a different topic. No, I'm just saying, you know, you voiced your opinion about something. I voiced mine. But we got off the phone. It was literally, I was like, who the fuck this nigga think he is? <sighs> That's not what I meant because you took it out of context. So hey. this is the thing. And I, I, when when you when we talked today before this episode, I told you, I said, I kind of want to talk about this today. The ability to 
you know, for the people who know, you know, we used to be together for the new listeners, because we have had an increase in numbers. Thank you, first of all. But yes. when you do date someone, you don't say all the things you want to say sometimes. Sometimes the the breakup or the counseling or the therapeutic situations mm-hmm. and conversations between the two happen months and years after down the line. Right. I mean, we talked about what last year we talked about my throw up moment when I had some things that I wanted to say to you. And I said to you that it was one of those issues, I guess, situations yesterday, but it wasn't a throw up or a regurgitation moment. It was just a moment of telling you how I felt about a situation when we were together. And I mm-hmm. told it to the best of my ability. I could have thoroughly explained it, which is what I did more so today. Today, But I could tell when I, but you, I could, when I said it, you had changed. But yeah, but I, I was think it's still important. open to the conversation. But, like, let, but let's talk about context because with us not diving into it, then mm-hmm. the listeners is just on the outside. So let's talk about the context or the premise of why we're bringing this up. Are we is, saying what you actually said? No, I won't okay. say that. Okay. Yeah, because it's going to be misconstrued and I don't want to right. go into deep detail. You understand it now. That's all that matters. Mm-hmm. But the point of the matter is after a breakup, you are able to say things that you really want to say. And I know men and women probably struggle with this, especially men, because certain things we want to say sometimes in a relationship, mm-hmm. we already know is going to hurt or cut deep. So mm-hmm. you hold on to that. And sometimes holding on to that builds resentment, which we talked about resentment and how it can be built. But mm-hmm. the issue is I feel more comfortable saying things to you now because now there's no expectation of love or, I mean, it's an expectation of love and respect still with the friendship, but mm-hmm. there's no expectation of like trying to work something out or build anything in a relationship point to where I should be able to tell you how I feel. Mm-hmm. Just but like see, you told me about things about myself. And I understand that thought process. I think my biggest thing is because we've had several of these heart to heart conversations and, and I have allowed you to, you know, do your word vomit and things like that. But at what point do we just move on from that? And because I think that's the space that I'm in right now. Like we've already discussed what happened, what was right, what wasn't right. Um, you know, and I feel like I've given you ample opportunity to express your feelings. Like, well, I think you're personalizing it. We're talking. No, no, no. I'm just saying in general, discuss. like at what point in any relationship do you that, move on from revisiting the past? Well, if it's not, what if it's not revisiting? Because if we're, if we giving off what, you know, a situation like ours, mm-hmm. it's more so of addressing things one at a time. And sometimes Oof. not, not being funny. Yeah, I know it's tough because it's like how many more things we got to address. (laughs) But let's be let's be real with us. It's how many times do we have conversations and they don't finish? They're not finished because when I start saying certain things, you do feel away. And if a woman or a man feels away when you are addressing things that you feel bothered you or that you felt like should have changed or affected you then and you never said those things, Mm -hmm. some things you do move on from. Not being funny, there's a lot of things that I'm sure you could say to me or I could say to you of other situations that I felt that we dare not even bring up because it's one of the, so I'm not bringing up those things. So it's like, for me, if I bring it up to you, Mm -hmm. it's still an ongoing thing that I feel like can still have some work done or the issue could still be tended to even in our friendship. Gotcha. Well, because what we, because I think that's the thing people, I think if you're over it and you've broken up and the relationship is done, yes, certain things you do leave in the past. But if those things that, were happening in a relationship or also in the friendship, I feel like you do still have a right to speak up on them if you value the friendship. Hmm, that's interesting. You so full of shit. Next point. <laughs> 
should you so I think we heard this on um the homie Geechee Luciano's podcast and pardon mm. my bullshit podcast where they were talking about should you delete your ex's pictures I think you listen to more of it than me if you want to well I didn't I don't know I didn't listen to the episode I answered on the Instagram story okay so yeah they were asking should you delete the pictures or and they had the past is the past or yeah or something just like I just said no it was like the past is the past or I, I know what you're talking about it was yeah. the past is the past or are you tripping yeah, right that's, that's what it was the trip so just like I said the past is the past. We can't go back and change it. Everybody's had a past. Like in the case, in the scenario that they used, I felt like, what you tripping for? We've all had a past. Like I have ex-boyfriends that are still my friends. You have ex-girlfriends, whatever the case may be. I'm not the type that's going to go and say, you need to delete these pictures because those are a part, those are memories. First of all, how would you even know they have them in their phone still? Well, in their phone, on a, well, you know what? I just went totally personal because I had somebody tell me that I had too many pictures of you on my Instagram. (laughs) So I went totally personal. But yeah, I feel like, um, I mean, you shouldn't have to. Do you have a lot of pictures of me on Instagram? I don't. don't really. What I'm going to say, even when we was together, we didn't post pictures. Exactly. Because that's not like, even now with me being single two and a half years, you don't see pictures of me with nobody and same thing for you. That's just not how we operate. Yeah. And even, when we, and even when we did post pictures, I did go way back Yeah. on my Instagram and I saw the one where I think we were going to Texacana or we were in Texacana. You had like a green dress, that green dress on, you wore the black belt. And oh, I had yeah. like that light blue shirt and the gold tie and we took a picture in your car. Mm-hmm. That, so I like, we only took one or two, like maybe a handful of pictures like that. Right other yeah. pictures it was like business deals that were being done or whatever yeah whoever that was man kick yourself i just feel like people try to bend your neck <laughs> at some point if i feel like if i'm progressing in something new and if i feel compelled to want to you know delete my own pictures then that's my choice but i'm not yeah. i don't i can't see anybody saying oh you have to do this and i can't i definitely can't see myself saying oh you need to get rid of those no why not not one woman who has shot their shot since I've been single has mentioned anything about you. That's great. Not, I'm so glad to hear one. that. That's why Drake mentioned men being like women nowadays. Yeah. Because women, I don't, I, maybe I'm lucky, but I have not dated a woman where they're like, Hey, this person, mm-hmm. what about, even when I dated you, you did, you had questions about one or two people, mm-hmm. but it That's wasn't I was about suspect. me that's what I was saying. It wasn't yeah. about me. It was just more so about them. Mm-hmm. But yeah, nobody asked about you. And if they did ask about you, like, yeah, like, you know, shit, I still got the the picture up on where well, it ain't up there now. Cause I changed it out with the wedding invitation, but you know, I got pictures of a couple of friends on my refrigerator and me and you still got the pictures when we were in DC mm-hmm. on, on like the little film reel, but it's certain people that are never going anywhere. Like some people are family. Right now, it's different if you got pussy pictures in there and she got pictures where oh yeah, that's she different. Up and booted, I think you definitely should be respectful. Yeah, yeah, of now, your relationship. And I got my loaf in my hand and shit. That's different. <laughs> that's different. But if you're just you know talking about saying? like old trip pictures or what, like yeah. what, what's the problem? Why are now, you, you worried can't about be in them bitches looking too chummy? Now, if you got one where y'all done climbed Mount Kilimanjaro and y'all kissing each other on the that's cheek, a- like we made it to, to okay. The, the kiss no. is a bit much, but yeah. I mean, I don't know. You just got to be careful. You got to be careful with this. Because if you care about the other person, you also got to care about how they feel. They're right. also are dig- digital compartments. So but I digital, just think people are too possessive. Like, they are. You don't own anybody. Because people are always going to have their own life. Mm-hmm. 
You got to have your own life outside of people. You, If you get in a relationship, I feel like you should still be able to go and do whatever you feel you need to do as long as the communi- line of communication is open. And the relationship between is the two respected. Parties. Exactly. Yeah. But I'm all about keeping exes and pictures. No really. I think I got, yeah. I got pictures of my ex up from before me and you dated. Right. And before the end, I wasn't on social media. <laughs> so, yeah. yeah. It is what it I is. I ain't got time to go back. Even when we broke up, I didn't go back and be like, yeah, let me delete some of these fucking pictures off here. I did expect you to. Because you, you, you like, you unfollow me on Facebook and Twitter everywhere. Yeah, I felt like. I was like, oh, you was being petty. Because, I, no, it wasn't being petty. <laughs> I felt like some relationships need a hard break. And when me and you broke up, it was difficult. Because How is it, it going like, to be a hard break when we have a whole exactly, reason together? That's like, what I'm saying. So when, when we broke up, I just didn't call every day. We went, because we used to talk every day, all day, all the time. Mm-hmm. So when we broke up, it was one of those things to where if we didn't talk for a day or two, that seemed like a long fucking time. It was. When you, but when you I think talk for to me, somebody every day, that's just crazy. I think the breakup was one thing, but when I realized that you had removed me from social media, I was like, oh, okay. <laughs> I needed a break. I needed a break. Like, you got to understand. I don't think people understand. Like, there's people who jump in and out of relationships, mm-hmm. and they're always kind of like on the go. Yeah. And then there's people who they get in a relationship and they lock in. And I was a person and I am a person that I get in a relationship and I lock in. You sent me that stuff about the the astrology signs mm-hmm. the other day. And the late I was reading, the, well, I was listening to the Libra and she was talking about, I never heard this about the Libra sign, but she was saying Libras are lovers and she was like, they love hard and they need somebody to love them, mm-hmm. you know, just as hard. And they're and better in relationships. That's what she said. Mm-hmm. It's the truth. I, you think it's the truth, whether you want to verbalize it like that or not. No, it, no, 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 I'm, no, 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 I'm just saying it's I'm the truth. I'm trying, to di- I'm trying to diagnose it and see. Yeah. So you feel like I'm better when I'm in a relationship. Yeah. Your personal opinion. Yeah. But how if you're you, in a, if you're in a good, you know, the right relationship, I feel like you're better. So what is that? Based and you on? said it yourself. You was like, but, li- I, but, but listen, but listen, crazy. Listen, <laughs> shut the fuck up for two goddamn seconds. Well, you tell me I don't talk enough. So right. Now you want to fucking talk to your head. I'm at home. Like, you going to get all of me really? today. So, but it's like, uh, what was I fucking saying? You were like asking me why did I think that that was right? Yeah, why do you feel that? Because you knew me when I dated the girl before you. And then we dated and you know me now. But what makes you say that I'm, I feel like I'm, per- I feel like I'm, I feel great right now. Yeah, you feel great right now, but. Yeah. I do want companionship again, exactly. but it's like. I, but, and I think that's what it is. But I'm cool by myself. The yeah, not that saying kills, that you're the thing that kills needy. Me about companionship, though. Yeah, I know I'm not. But the thing that kills me about companionship is the whole rigmarole of trusting someone. Like, literally having to go through that whole shit of, like, trusting the motherfucker. Yeah, that's a lot. Trusting them. And then, like I said, I am a real hot jeans person. So, like, to learn if this motherfucker breath stink, if the titty cracks, if, you know, the little underneath titty crease thing, is that dirty? What kind of pants is she wearing? Does she clip her toenails? Clip? <laughs> yeah. What you mean? Is she hairy? Is she is a hairy person? Does she shave every day? For every real? day? <laughs> yeah. If you really hairy, shit, you get some people. You got to stay on top of that shit. Okay. Women are different. Do yeah. you have all your teeth? Are your teeth real? <laughs> Do you got them yellow shits or them brown shits? Because if you get your teeth replaced, I think you need to get the, the proper tooth color. Oh my you know, God. when you go to the dentist and they hold up that little two shit <laughs> and they be like, pick. It yeah. took me 30 minutes to pick that shit. And I said, do y'all got another rack? He was like, sir, it's 10 teeth on it. 
I'm just trying to make you it gotta work. make I'm, sure it's right. Yeah, yeah. If I got a co- if I got coffee stained teeth, I need to find the closest tooth that got community <laughs> coffee stains on their bitch and tell them that's what I want. His, don't have me with don't have me with no light brown teeth, and then I get one shiny fucking tooth like I'm a movie star. That bitch would be looking like I got a gold, but that bitch would be white. Hell no. Oh my god. I don't god. want none of them problems. How long we been recording on here? I have no idea. I what meant to start a timer, but I have no idea. Yeah, we can um, ready to close. Before we get out of here, though, go ahead. No, I was just going to say it's funny because when I was younger, I always thought that I was built to be in a relationship. But the older I get, it's like, I don't know because... I'm I think just, a lot of us don't know. Yeah, just learning like who I am and accepting who I am um, yeah. and the th- the different things that come with me. Because like I said... I, I don't like restrictions. So yeah. that's a big deal for me when dating. It's yeah. like, you're not going to tell me what to do because I'm not going to tell you what to do. Yeah. So that prohibits me from moving forward and being able to get to the point, get to the point where I can potentially trust someone. Yeah, I understand. All right. Dating an ex or dating a friend's ex. Dating a ex-friend's ex. Ooh, that's a lot of exes. Ex-friends. So basically, it's just like, you know how they had a guy code. They say the guy code was like, you should never cross over, do whatever, whatever. I think it was, I was watching a movie one time, and I cannot remember the movie, but it was a movie in, in which a man and a woman had been in a relationship. They had mm-hmm. broke up. The guy had moved on. He had had a whole other family. But coming home to a family reunion or some class reunion or something, met the guy, I mean, the girl, the ex-girl, met her ex's homeboy. Mm-hmm. Well, they knew, it's like they, he knew of her, but he never really knew her. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. And they basically started talking. They really liked each other. It was, a, you was watching something like that the other day too, where, but it was women. Cause you told me something about that. Basically where somebody- yeah, It's pretty much an insecure. Show, it's an, insecure. Oh yeah, insecure. That's what I feel to say. Like in a situation like that, where it's like, you may have, now that one is different. Well, that's because different because that was a new friend. friendship and they didn't even exactly. know. Yeah, that's exactly. different. But actually knowing, but 10 years later, like, I feel like I'm a person that believes in whole other lives. The best example of that I can give is like on For Life, where the guy, they were married. Okay. Guy got locked up. And his best friend was always, he was, I could tell that he always liked her. Darius. Yeah, because he was always in the back. He was always waiting in the wings. But he was, you know, he stepped up when his friend got put in jail or whatever. And he was really taking care of the family, holding it down, and they ended up being in a relationship so much so that he wanted to marry her. Yes. That it was difficult, but it's like That's a different life. How much time has passed? What's the likelihood exactly. of y'all you like back in together. that case with him getting out of jail or yeah. fighting to get out of jail? So I think it's many different factors. And I definitely don't think I think people try to get away with it because it's like six months or three months later on down the line oh well, i've always been no that's disrespe- disrespectful no to me. i'm talking about years like <laughs> okay that's so why i, I said think, a lifetime apart yeah. to where like if you if that situation like for life happened to where you know he went to jail and like he said i think he's been in there 13 years according to the show yeah and that's a whole not like i say 10 years is a every that's a different life every time yeah if if me and you like we've been broken up two and a half years now mm-hmm. and if i turn 47 and let's just say some a mutual friend that we both know that's the guy I want to holler at you and y'all start talking. If mm-hmm. I'm dating somebody else or if I'm out here in these streets getting it in, getting it in, and me and you ain't even 
talked about revisiting the situation and it's yeah. null and void. Mm-hmm. If that dude make you fucking happy, you gotta you go for it. You gotta go for it. You can't not just be like, well, hey man, yeah. you used to date Anthony. So I ain't gonna even try and shoot that shot. Life if is it's too a, short if it's to an allot, if it exactly, and if it is an allotted time mm-hmm. and you belong elsewhere or you feel good elsewhere, you should do it. It's so the it's same 10 thing years I tell the allotted time or it, could it's it whatever the situation for it i feel like it can happen before but it's still it i think it's all about how those people have moved on right like in two like right now if i was in a relationship and i'm dating somebody else I, it shouldn't really matter who the fuck you date oh yeah at that point like if i'm in a relationship and i'm talking to somebody else <laughs> if somebody came to you and it's a homeboy would it ruffle my feathers it would a little bit mm-hmm. but it's like i wouldn't be mad if it's a real thing yeah Man, it's just like a hookup and y'all fuck it still ain't none of my business, right. but it will bother me because it's like, damn, y'all just going to casually do the shit. Right. If y'all going to do it, like make an honest person of each make other. And like, you know what I'm saying? Like not get <laughs> married, but it's like do something real shit. Date each other, be together for four years. Exactly. So that, you know, have a crash and burn period if you're going to fucking be together and build back up or walk away. But don't just fuck the motherfucker. God damn. <laughs> But no, I, I think we are. I'm surprised that we are in agreement. But I think you're surprised. No, I'm surprised because years ago you weren't. You know what I'm saying? Well, because it, remember, like even I told you, I've had several situations. And that's another reason why it's brought up is because I've had several situations where it's women who mm-hmm. have wanted to sleep with me that mm-hmm. slept with somebody or used to be with somebody. You always that find I was yourself cool in with. these situations. I always find my. I have a. I told you, I have a book in me. I just need to sit down with somebody and tell somebody. Right. I think but I have no, a book. I have I think, a book in me for my life, and I have a book in me from text messages that I have received. Oh Lord. Um, I think years ago when we discussed it, I think the time was the factor. Like now. What was the fact? Oh, the time. Yeah. Yeah, because I, I mean, it was a little bit too, too soon. But I think, like you said, if a lifetime goes by, then what do you have to lose? And what's considered a lifetime? Ten years is a lifetime. But Ten I think years is a years. long time. Five years is a five lifetime years is a long time. A lot can job. change. Yes, I'll be at my job. I mean, look at me. A lot has changed. I'm a different mm-hmm. person now. I've right. always been a good person, but I think I'm more. Um, I think I'm more vulnerable now. I'm more honest with myself. And being a Libra, you do battle with indecis- indecisiveness mm-hmm. and making decisions. Yeah. But I think the I think where I've gotten good is. I went from juggling 10 decisions to really basing every decision I make down to one or two things. Mm-hmm. And I thank my therapist, my previous therapist for that. I'm really looking for another therapist, but I thank my previous therapist for that because right when me and you broke up, mm-hmm. I was out here trying to date and fucking and sticking and moving and going and telling her. And she was like, yo, you got to pick. Got too you much to, going you, on. You got too much going on. And you know what I'm saying? When she talked to me about that and brought it to me and just kind of, I was going through some things, man. I went through a lot of things, things that were, that were going on with me before you mm-hmm. and me and you even talk about now being 37, how a lot of people come to us for business, you know, since and business um, conversations and want to learn how to do this and that. But I don't think a lot of people don't understand. We really don't know what the fuck we're doing. Mm-mm. The blueprint. Even not, not even just business, like personal advice and stuff. No, that's like what that. I'm saying. But, but, it's nobody has all the answers and it's a pleasure and an honor that people come to us because we seem to i mean we both i feel like we have it somewhat together more so than a lot of people we know like we yeah. got a lot of people who still struggle to do really small things right and and they struggle to make decisions 
excuse me, in relationships and friends, friendships or business situations, like at our age, you got to be able to make a tough decision. Exactly. You have to be able to make a tough decision, yeah. but I'm gonna get ready to get up out of here. You got anything else we, we need to discuss or. I think on? we covered everything on the list. Uh, at least Whatever. I hope so. Yeah, we did everything. Cause it was only like four topics. Like I say, I'm oh. still trying to get accustomed to this zoom shit. I want to listen. I need to listen to some you of the podcasts. I'm telling you, it just feels <laughs> weird. I'm sitting in this chair. I'm holding this microphone because if I didn't hold it, this other one, I would have to lean up like this. Yeah, but the last time you used the mic stand for that microphone. I did, but this is this is okay. I feel like it's right it here. It makes me and nervous. It makes you nervous? Yes. Why? It make you feel Because like you look dry? uncomfortable. What am I just sitting in a chair chilling? You on? went from looking like you was going to make church announcements to now looking like a sportscaster, and now you just look plain uncomfortable. I don't know what you want me to say. I'm perfectly There's fine. nothing to say. I'm perfectly we fine. We got to figure out what we're going to do next episode, y'all. Um, for the listeners, I want to say we do appreciate you guys for continuously um, listening to the podcast. The numbers have pretty much maintained. I think on yesterday I said we we're about 38 plays from 60,000 on this year. So I hope you guys continue to press play, continue to share. Um, oh, we're still pretty early in the year, too. That's what's up. Yeah. If it's you're listening to – yeah, if you're listening to the podcast, man, be sure to leave us a rating or review. Tell somebody to tell somebody. If you don't like it, leave that review as, as well. You know, some people be like, don't put a one star on it. If you're going to put a one star, just tell me why you're putting the goddamn one star. Is right. that too much? If you're going to put a two star, tell me why you're putting the two or the three or the four. Even if you put the five, you know, try to leave a, a rating or review just saying, hey, this is a great episode because blase, blase, blase. Go check out a couple other episodes, man. Go a uh, couple other podcasts. Go check out Part of My Bullshit podcast. Go check out the Talking Greasy podcast. Go check out the Mind Over Matter podcast. Go check out the Cloth Talk podcast. Go check out the Stakes is High podcast. All these podcasts are black podcasts that are ran and operated by black people for the culture. And the reason I'm saying black people is a lot of white people put out podcasts and that shit takes off without minimal anything advertising mm -hmm. or anything that's not to knock them that's amazing if we could have that power and that opportunity or that privilege we would love that too mm -hmm. but because we don't i think it's important to give shout outs to other podcasts and other people who are out there doing this shit if you've ever done a podcast or if you've ever been a manager of a job or a manager in a position to manage other people mm -hmm. this shit is difficult to come up with a playbook week in and week out to do some shit when nobody's helping you and, uh, and and nobody's getting paid, but people keep showing up. Exactly. So, well said. Without that, well, well, well Artesia, thank you. You're welcome. Uh, for coming on the podcast. I appreciate you. Mm -hmm. And um, inhale courage to excel successful. Check out our next one. Shoots ready. Boy, the things I go through to get auto loan rates as low as 0.99% APR for 60 months on new vehicles with PenFed. You are aware that you don't have to be a military member to save hundreds on your auto loan, aren't you? Anyone can join PenFed. As someone terrified of heights, I probably should have looked into that. Probably. Drop me off at the shore. PenFed Credit Union. Visit PenFed.org slash autos or call 1-800-247-5626. Advertised rates available through the PenFed car buying service. To receive any advertised product, you must become a member of PenFed, insured by NCUA. At ADP, we understand the importance of building the right team and offer the data insights to help. Just as importantly, our AI technology helps you pay the team accurately. 
Grow stronger with ADP. HR, talent, time, and payroll.